0: Whoa! Oh,
1: oh, man! All my tools have gone into those strange, weird trees. Oh, our our boat crashed, Tasneem. Where are we? What's happening? Hi, Andy. (laughs) I thought boats were supposed to stay in the water. It's all green now. I'm confused.
0: We're in the mangroves, and this is Biobank Tree. Ah. I'm Tasneem Khan.
1: I'm Andy Quitmeyer. Mangroves, you say? I've heard that they're pretty cool. You used to always talk about mangroves this, mangroves that, but from what I can tell, they just seem to be a bunch of not water that we crashed into, and now there's like weird sticks and trees poking everywhere. Hmm. What is a mangrove?
0: I'll tell you about mangroves in a second, but are we going to deal with our wrecked boat?
1: Eh, I mean, it's kind of nice. The cicadas have stopped. I think it's a good place to do a podcast.
0: Okay, I like the idea. Great, I'll start
1: the recorder about 30 (laughs) seconds ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mangroves, right? Um, well, to begin with, I think one of the things that's been perplexing me and I've been stuck with is everyone seems to be asking me why we're here for eight whole weeks. I mean, that's brought us here to the mangroves, so it's great. But why? Why do you want to be here for eight weeks, Andy?
1: Well, I mean, I think this is a great example of it. Most other conferences, you just pop in. You have your list of people like, oh, I need to go say hi to that guy because he wrote this paper in my field or whatever. And then you just kind of pop out and disappear. For instance, uh, tonight, I'm actually doing this exact same thing. I'm going to an academic conference in Hong Kong at midnight. And to then I'm network. To, to network, exactly. To Hopefully, we'll get all these collaborations, papers. I'll be a publishing machine. My H-index will just be nuts. Brilliant. Um,
0: That's why I know you. That's why I'm friends with you, Andy.
1: Oh, exactly. It was when my H-index went from 4 to 5, I got all these calls just from Tasneem. name. Um, <laughs> she had the alerts going off.
0: So speaking of networks, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a good place to start since we're in the mangroves. Uh-huh. And if you look around you, what do you think all these wooden arches are that we're sort of entangled in now?
1: It's like just just tangly old wood. It seems pretty cool. Um, wood snakes would be my, my first wood guess. Wood snakes, like yeah. cells. Like cells, exactly. (laughs) Deep cut to podcast one. Humans are just made out of tiny snakes. But yeah, so so it's it's a very tangly kind of mess. So these are actually roots.
0: If you look up, Mm -hmm. you see the canopy above you. These are rhizophora trees, and the arches that we're entangled in, and that our boat is completely wrecked in now, are the roots of these trees. It's just that they're not underground.
1: It looks like they're slowly trying to strangle our boat.
0: Yeah, or they're just really effective adaptations of trees that want to hold fast in soil and sand that is constantly on the move with every tide.
1: Yeah, it seems like even with the regular waves if I'm standing in the ocean or whatever, mm-hmm. like the sand's moving out, hermit crabs are fleeing everywhere and somehow these trees are really gripped in there. I guess cuz yeah. that's their their tangliness is it's, it's a doing brilliant really good
0: for uh, that. morphological adaptation.
1: And they also along with all these like knotty tangly parts of the mangroves, there's these little poppy things coming straight out of the ground underneath the, the trees themselves. Mm. Um, what are those? They look like they're trying to spike me from below.
0: Well they're from this other tree that you see to the left oh, with the light okay. green leaves. And yeah. they're also roots, just a different kind of cool roots. Okay. And so that tree's they,
1: not a mangrove?
0: It is a mangrove. There there are loads of different kinds of mangroves. I mean just here alone I think we get we have over thirty species of different kinds of mangroves. But uh, the, the spikes you see sticking out of the ground are more like snorkels for the trees, so they can breathe even when the soil is completely waterlogged.
1: Ah, that's why they're called, like, pneumatophores or something like that? Yeah,
0: something it's, like it's that. It's about
1: the air, it's... sucking in the air. Mm, that's right. <laughs> cool! So they're actually, they're actually having to breathe from the, from above the water. They can't just, they're not amphibious totally.
0: Mm. Well, they are amphibious, but they've adapted to sort of reach out and, and breathe exchange gases above waterlogged soil. What's that bubbling out
1: there? Oh, you know, it's getting a little clearer. I think it's our next
2: guest, Brian. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Where'd you guys go? We were in the boat together. And, oh. then, and then I turned around, and you left. I did mean to tell you that we were kind
1: of planning to do a little bit of shipwrecking. I'm um, just going <laughs> to crash right into something. Oh my God, where are we? I Annie can't...
0: likes to do that. You should just get used to it <laughs> if you're going to hang out here with us.
1: That's why we have an eight week conference. Other conferences, you don't have the luxury of being able to just shipwreck yourself for a couple of days. And then
0: see what happens. I yeah. thought
2: I was lost. <laughs> I had, had no idea if I was going to see you guys ever again. I'm glad I brought a first aid kit. Nice. I'm glad I had water with me. Excellent yeah, work. Glad. Yeah.
1: Very resourceful. <laughs> Our participants here at DynaCon uh, way more adept at surviving than your typical conference uh, attendee, I would say. Mm, they just have a lanyard. Um, <laughs> maybe some stickers, and that's it. Yeah, throw them. God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> throw them in a jungle, and yeah,
2: you're not going to see them again. But Brian, he clawed his way out.
0: This yeah, is great. Yeah, I'm glad I
2: brought this knife with me. I was like, I had to cut through the forest. And then I found all these tangly trees. I kept tripping over them. These, they're just intertwined and everything.
1: Yeah, they're beautiful, but kind of scary looking. Yeah.
2: Snake-like. Yeah. Jeez.
1: So, Brian, what do you do um, when you're not surviving a conference?
2: Um, I spend my days surviving as a high school teacher. Oh, cool. Uh, I work out in Denver, Colorado, U.S., at a, a place called Strive Prep Excel, and uh, I have a program that I call Hack School.
0: What do you hack? Ah, well, Vines? Yeah,
2: well, uh, we may bring some of this back to our school, but our, our plan is to hack the school environment. What if we turn the school upside down? We give more power back to the students, give students control over what they want to learn and how they want to learn it. Um, effectively, we're a makerspace. We have 3D printers, laser cutters, and things like that. Uh, but the biggest point around it is we are socially conscious. We apply uh, an empathy around everything we design and make. Uh, we want students to look beyond just their own egocentric teenage mindset um, and look to their own communities. How can I design or build or make something that makes a difference in the world?
1: One of the things that uh, when we were setting up this conference, our goal was a lot about kind of using nature to build empathy for things. You as soon as you walk out into the forest and you see these tangly vines or these goofy crabs running around or hear the pistol shrimp popping at you, you immediately get this kind of, you know, stepping outside of yourself a little bit and you're like, oh yeah, all those things are alive and they're cool and they have their whole own thing going on. And that's been one of, yeah, the most special moments about this conference for me. Um, So in this empathy, does that also include, yeah, nature?
2: Absolutely. I mean, I think conservation, so we're in a city, so my students have, they, they are very urban locked, right? So they have not probably ever seen a farm or farm animals. They probably don't know where their food comes from either, except from a grocery store. Uh, But a big part of what I try to do is, is impart upon them right? This is conservation. We, we don't get the diversity in nature just because it just happens, right? We have to consciously choose to preserve the things we see. Right. Uh, and so that's, so uh, working in collaboration with folks at my school, for example, our, our environmental science teacher, uh, we're hoping to build programs where students understand things like composting. Why is composting important? Uh, why are uh, vertical grow gardens important. Uh, what can we do with aquaponic systems that allow people to, you know, both raise fish and grow vegetables at the same time? Um, and how is that beneficial uh, for a lot of these? You know, they call them urban food deserts.
0: Right. Of course. Since we're here in the mangroves, and the mangroves is one of the most fascinating regions because here we have the land on one side and the ocean on the other, and all these weird plants and creatures that have adapted to live in this space. How do you think the kids would uh, take to this one as an environment to survive in? You're great at it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Can we
1: can we shipwreck any of your students oh, anytime love, soon? I would
2: love to. That sounds like a great, <laughs> great camp. I think we should do this. I think we need to do this next summer. <laughs> summer camp for our, our students. Uh, I I think I don't know what the insurance policy might be around this. Uh, there's, but yeah, we could do it. I think it'd be great. Uh, we just took our kids. Our seniors, uh, we took a senior trip up to a place called uh, Snow Mountain Ranch up in Est- uh, sorry Granby. so it's right up in the mountains. Um, we took all the seniors up there and we went on day hikes with them. We kind of we broke them down. It was fun. Uh, I would love to do that. I, we need to do more of that with our, our especially our city kids. Mm-hmm.
1: And you come from a background in interactive technology, like kind of like DIY interactive technology. Used to work at SparkFun. Yeah. Um, how does that play into kind of this building empathy also and connecting with these natural systems and stuff?
2: I mean there's so I don't know how many listeners still remember MacGyver, but that's right, the the era of, of being able to be resourceful is I think at the heart of human right? human nature is, is looking at problems and coming up with solutions, whether it's using duct tape or uh, you know, glue, just you know, how do we patch things together to solve and make things? Uh and so uh, working at SparkFun, we are we are the probably one of the scrappiest DIY maker companies out there. We we pride ourselves for, uh, in that. In that, you know, we look for the parts that we can use. We can uh, oftentimes reuse and repurpose things. That's the right, this idea of hacking. And I always have to remind folks that hacking isn't about stealing credit cards and you know the the black arts, but. You it's wouldn't a- <laughs> download a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could download the prints <laughs> to a car, the blueprints, and then learn how to build and design it yourself and make it better, right? So that's, uh, that's a real big thing to impart on our next generation of students, right? So how to, how to be resourceful. Um, and use the digital tools that are available to them to make whatever they want.
3: Oh, yeah, hi. Uh, oh, hey Jake. there. Yeah, Who's that hi. guy over there? Yeah, what is yeah. that? What is I, that moving? Is yeah, that? I just kind of like came up out of the sand. Uh, sorry, I was under your foot. <laughs> sorry, let me move. Let me <laughs> yeah. move. Is <laughs> way out? What is you, that? You can both that? come onto the boat. I was kind of like using one of the nematophores to kind of get some, oh, some snorkel. Oh, snorkel. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm good to see you guys nice yeah good to see you hey, hey my, i'm deke weaver
1: um, hey what's up deke uh,
3: hi hi
1: i i think i took some classes with you a while yeah, back. a
3: while ago yeah <laughs> under the in the sand <laughs> under the water yeah yeah it was a while ago yeah hi guys do you yeah. teach
0: how to breathe with pneumatophores can i come and learn
3: yes this would be this would be good um yeah, I, uh, I teach nematophore breathing, and um, video, and performance, and, um, and other things at the University of Illinois in the States, Urbana-Champaign, in the School of Art and Design. That's... that's but I'm really glad to be here with you guys out on this, uh, in this mangrove forest. Shipwrecked. Shipwrecked, yes. How did you,
1: how did you, were you on our boat when we were crashing? We have lots of stowaways, or did you just, were you on this island before we crashed here?
3: No, I, I found myself at the prow of the ship, kind of being like the, the, um, you know, some busty Going, Norwegian, you know, ship figurehead figure kind of head. thing? Yes. Okay, yes. And, gotcha. And then I just kind of like was in the sand, mm. and now, um, so I've been around you guys for a while, but uh, I'm...
0: Just watching us from a distance.
3: Carefully watching us. That's not creepy
1: you. at, well, at all. Well, I guess kind of listening, because, yeah. I mean, you're usually facing outwards while we're on the ship.
0: Yeah,
3: I mean, we can strip away at all the moral stuff, because I'm like, I really... <laughs> I, it's You know, there was no threat. No threat. It was just an ob- observing sort of situation.
1: Well, how so has it, your conference been so far? I mean, you're great. observing,
3: hearing different things. No, it's been great. It's just been sort of like... Uh, We've, I guess we've been in sort of a moment where it's been kind of a dip in in between the two bunches of groups of humans. Yeah, of Generation
1: grew. 1 kind of flooded in, right. and they kind of float away, and Generation right. 2 came. Right,
3: so there we were in like the part of the dumbbell is skinny, that, um, but so but now Generation 2 is coming in, and there's all kinds of people from all over everywhere, and pretty amazing.
1: So what kind of conversations have you been listening to as you've been strapped to the front of our, of our bow?
3: Well, I've been listening to, uh, like, um, about a couple of folks from Kathmandu. Rupesh is working on a, um, a children's book. He's writing a children's book. Uh, Anu is working on, um, curricula for, uh, uh, science. Um, specifically she's, I I've, I've heard that she wants to talk to Tasneem about like developing a biology curriculum. Um, talk to Brian a little bit before I was found under his foot. Um, yeah, did Sorry you think about that. you think
1: that was odd when you were you were just having this conversation with this disembodied <laughs> voice somewhere? <laughs> I, I
2: did. I had no idea what it was. I just felt this tickling under my foot. I thought it would have been you know sand crabs or something, right? But
1: was it still a good conversation?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's I just yeah. I thought it was just the voice in my head. Yeah. It's sort of like seeing. the gas exchange with the pneumatophores. It's just a yeah. different way of yeah. communication. <laughs> yeah. Yeah
2: yeah
1: and when you're when you're not strapped to a ship like this just Mm -hmm. touring around yeah um i hear you do different kinds of performance art i mean was this is this part of a new performance art project you're like you know the guy who straps himself to ships you know that kind of
0: artist an installation
3: i i am and but it it is the sort of thing when i go as deeply as being a, a figurehead of a ship um what is the word? Is it figurehead? I think it's, like, there's one other word that I'm just... You were thinking, like, the titanic thing? Well, is yeah, it? but it's, like, the ones where you've got, like... The wooden you know, thing. The there's, wooden like, a wooden person. Front, and then, and it's it's, it's sort of, like, it's a It's usually, talisman. it's
0: always a woman. Yeah,
1: yeah. generally a busty woman. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes the bottom half is fish, sometimes it's human still. Yeah, um,
3: yeah. Well, I mean, when I go this far in, I don't even like to think about it as art anymore. It's just sort of like... It it's, is. It just is, exactly. It's just full-on, just like really embodied, you know, can't get away from it. Oh, my God.
0: I oh. am the boat. Exactly.
3: Oh, Be sorry. one. Be one with it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but um, besides being a figurehead uh, on boats, masthead, whatever it is... Uh, Yeah, I make these performances, and I've been doing this lifelong project where I'm making a performance for each letter of the alphabet, each letter represented by an endangered animal or habitat. And some of them are really big, and they involve all kinds of people, and there's storytelling and dance and music and big, oversized video projection. Wandering people through the prairies and forests. Give us an
1: example of one animal.
3: Well... So far we've done four. We did monkey, so they're all kind of like storybook, fairy tale categories, not a specific species. So we did monkey, we did elephant, we did wolf, we just finished bear like a year ago, and now I'm working on tiger. So with wolf, what we did is, it was like we were taking people to sort of a defunct, decrepit, underfunded... National Park with sort of a seamy underbelly, you know, some sort of uh, I wouldn't say creepy, but just there's some stuff going on in there. So we put people on a bus and um, we had rangers on the bus that would give a talk as we were kind of like going 40 minutes to this park and um, we were treating the seas of the uh, industrial monoculture like corn and soy in Illinois Treating that like an ocean or a sea, um because I had gone uh, I was like a an artist in residence at Isle Royal National Park, which is this big island in the middle of Lake Superior, where this is there was this uh population of wolves that they've been studying for fifty years, wolves and moose together, so the prey and the predator um, you know watching how that all played out and so we got people there by sunset, walked them through the park um, as the sun's going down told them that we had reintroduced wolves to this tiny little forest in East Central Illinois. And then we brought them into a barn and there was a bunch of like dance and more storytelling. And we, you know, we actually still to this day, we have people believing that we introduced wolves to this little park in (laughs) Illinois, so. So
0: it was primarily to, to see what, how they would react to that information?
3: No, it's mostly just trying to, like, get people... I mean, these things are kind of done with people that... It's it's not like this island, you know? It's it's in a place where... It's mo- It's pretty suburban, you know? Mm. It's suburban, and then you've got... And then outside of suburbia, you've just got farm country. And there's, so it's not wild at all. It's very organized mm. and very... And so it's just trying to talk to people, get people thinking about these stories... These animals that have been in our our myths and our stories and our imaginations our dreams for thousands of years, and now they're that close to being gone. And so why does that matter to some, a soccer mom? Why does that matter to anybody that's not living in a place like that? And so it's trying to find ways of getting people to directly connect with that sort of thing and directly connect to these creatures that end up kind of acting like... Um, you know, canaries in the coal mine as the yeah. climate environment is just just going down.
0: And do you find that the response and reactions and even connections are different when, you're, when you now look at animals from this part of the world, in Asia, where the tiger must be one of the things that brings you over here. Do you find that people's response and connection to animals is vastly different, or is it pretty much the same?
3: I, you know... I honestly couldn't say because I just haven't spent enough time here with people to be finding out what they're actually, you know, how they're actually feeling about it, you know? Um, I mean, you
1: just shipwrecked off onto the land. I mean, and I've been
3: spending time in the sand under Brian's foot. So yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And, and
0: you do plan to explore that, that line uh, or that line of questioning and that story about the tiger in where exactly?
3: Um, well, like spent some time in, um, in India, in Pench, at ah. Pench National Park, and, um, and then going to be spending some time in Bangladesh, down in the Chandrabans, Yeah. So that's oh, so
0: mangroves again?
3: Yeah, exactly. Ah. Yes, yes. So this gives you again. a
0: good break into the mangroves.
3: Exa- exa- Are there tigers in these mangroves? There might have been at one, I mean, at one point for sure. And there's some tigers in a small um, reserve, like a little further north of Phuket. But it's, um, I don't think there's any tigers on Koh right now, at this second. Yeah, so uh, I gotta go. But uh, it was good talking with you guys. And, how are you, oh, you that, can how you can stay around. Yeah. No, really? Okay. We'll
0: yeah. be rebuilding the ship.
2: Yeah, oh, right. yeah, We need your help. We actually do need yeah, your help. We're yeah, going to cut yeah. down some of these mangrove branches. Are we we? Gonna, we're gonna how are you right? getting
0: to the Sundarbans anyway? We should we should build you a raft here and oh. send you off through the Andaman Sea.
3: Oh. You do
0: know that it's all part of the same same That, that sea. would be great.
3: That would be great. Yeah. I, can we I do some like, citizen
2: science along the way? Yeah,
0: yeah. we I think especially since we have you here, Brian, we could kit out your raft with all these sensors. I mean, we've been wanting to gather data from the the Andaman Sea and the Bay of Bengal for a long time now. So would you mind uh, actually doing this for us and sending the data back to us?
3: No, I'd love that. I'd love that. Maybe we could, like, maybe I could get some special fins and that we could... Adaptations. Yeah, Yeah, that we could, like, we could get some... Oh, this sounds like biohacking. Know. Yeah, some biohacking here. Yeah, so make can you an
1: amphibious cyborg. Yeah, but at the data same logging. time,
3: that is also yeah. like sending it back to you guys. Yeah. So as yeah. I'm swimming, brilliant. Or Every
0: time you're within some sort of network, you could you could ping us with right. a little package of data. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. This is feeling good. I like it. Great. So yeah.
0: webbed feet is what you want to go webbed with. Webbed
3: feet and webbed fingers. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sort of like a golden retriever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Golden Retrievers have webbed feet?
3: They do. <laughs> and Newfoundlands do, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so they can swim better. Yeah. I'm blown wow. away by
2: how much I've learned at Dynacon. This is like, I keep running into
3: people that are experts in everything. But you know what else? It's that at one point, I saw my dad had some webbed feet. He had some webbed toes. and it was You just saw this at one point, though? At one point. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a little embarrassed by it. Were they his web feet? No, they were. He had some webbing in between oh, okay. one of his toes, and it was a little bit. It was a very quiet moment where he was. It was like I had found out something about wow. him that I was. Did he supposed build to it himself? No. Oh, well he no, he did, it? he did, but not in any sort of active way.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: his body built.
0: His body it. built. It. Yeah. Same thing, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. don't have the genetic you don't <laughs> have the genetic markers for this. You didn't you didn't hear? I I, it. I honestly don't know. It might be one of those things that Recessive. you know, some or something that just gets turned on when you get to a certain age. What that
0: we'll in see. the wood oh, is that?
3: Oh for Christ's sake. I'm I'm so fucking tired. Jesus Christ. I've been swimming. I've been swim through the Adam and sea. <sighs> where, where are you? Where are you people from? What was this? What is this? What are you talking
1: about? Hey, buddy. Yeah, you're looking yeah. a little exhausted yeah, there. Do are you need some water?
3: Yeah. No. Water? For God's sake, water. No, I don't. <laughs> are
1: you from that Russian party boat? No, 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 no. Just no, had no. too long of no, a party.
3: No. Look, I, I, I am a tiger. Okay. I'm, um, I'm very old. Very tired and i uh I'll cut you guys some slack I see your people, and uh, frankly I've heard that um it's not that I've heard it it's just a fact you know people are slow they're um they're all you know 130, 140 pounds something like that they're they're and they're, they're quite tasty oh,
1: and uh, wow. you know compared
3: to like Cheetle or uh, you know wild boar or something you know you get a tusk, you get it kicked in the face, you get a you know uh, antlers whatever. Can be very difficult on your mouth, and I you know, I hung with my mouth. Fuck Jesus, my my, my teeth are falling out here. I mean and uh would you like si- to
0: eat a civet cat?
3: Oh, do you have civet cat?
0: I saw a trap in the forest on our hike yesterday. Oh my goodness. So I'm pretty sure they might have caught one, but the trap belonged to someone else. I don't know who. We'd have this to steal it from them.
3: I have not had a civet cat since I was a cub. Oh. That sounds remarkable. Mm. If if you have this sort of thing, I would oh, it would be a gift.
1: Oh, that that'd be great because we have lots of participants, and it sounded like you described all the human participants as kind of kind of tasty, wow. easy applesauce to eat.
3: It's very tasty, but I, I I have to say, it's not some it's my it's really not out of choice. Oh, ah, okay. It's just like I'm old. I. Um, so, these, so are,
1: these are like the prunes for, like, on the human side, like, yeah, you don't necessarily regularly. want to eat them. Did you They're... say
0: your teeth are falling out? The teeth are, teeth are falling out. What if we 3D uh, print some teeth for you? We have a whole bunch of people here who are great oh, at doing this
3: stuff. Oh. Uh, Biohacking, uh, too. This Bio-hacking is We really could something. We could
0: print a whole jaw for you.
3: My friends, I've never even considered this sort of thing, and then, then uh, a whole world would open up to me. I, uh yeah I,
1: I mean yeah i mean we we want what's best for the nature out here especially when it comes to not eating our participants um and it sounds like you don't really want to eat us either i
3: really frankly i don't know if I got the energy to eat you you know i just like i swam across the adam sea uh, the bay of bengal and i um i you know frankly i i feel like i might be on the verge of expiration and I, ah. but I, you know what I would like to talk to you all about maybe that's not such a bad thing okay you know maybe you just don't. down down maybe with turn it don't off need to 3d print me a jaw and some teeth and whatever maybe maybe it's just time for me to pass on uh-huh what how think? many
0: of you are are there where did you uh, come from
3: i came from the shondaban shondabans ah uh-huh. i don't we know had a how guy, to say they live there but i don't know how to pronounce it yeah. i mean it's it's, it's impressive how much
1: english you do yeah, know yeah um well, Coming from the Shunderbuns, or um, yeah. where English isn't a predominant language, and, and is true. Being, being a, a tiger, this is true. This is true.
3: This is true. I am old, though. We, we must remember, I am mm-hmm. old. I, I, you know, sometimes sitting there in the mangrove, don't have much to do. The deer have left, and I, I, I just read things. So I, I happen to find this uh, Bengali to English dictionary, and I've been boning Ooh. up. Okay. I've been boning up, and. Uh, and uh, and some yeah, this is this is where this is where we are. Just
0: I wouldn't be comfortable with letting you die, really. No. There aren't many of you left
3: no, that's true, but yeah. i I have to say there's not going to be a lot of me passing it on. I'm not feeling all that horny, no you know, oh, just, like, I'm, oh I'm, that's a
1: bit, but what about in the past? Do you have any kids? Tell us a little oh, bit about sure. your life. Do oh, okay.
3: kids, oh my God, of course, I got kids.' I've got kids, many kids uh, they don't keep in touch, but you know what what are you gonna do it's uh i <laughs> You can't really rely on the kids, you know. At a certain point, you just gotta like, you gotta let go. You gotta say, "Fly, be free, my little young ones." And but then,
0: um, I've heard they have some captive tigers here in uh-huh. Thailand. Would I you see. consider?
3: Uh, what? Uh, Are you what? trying to hook
1: him up with the uh, like date? Are you talking yeah. about a
3: date? Yeah, just...
0: why not? I
1: don't, the captivity side kind of strikes me off a, a
2: little bit.
0: It well,
1: it
2: not just take, take you what you're into captivity. Okay. <laughs> you know, no, uh, we just need.
0: I mean, he can't eat out here, so why not?
3: (laughs) We sort of... What about
0: veganism? Have you considered being a vegan? Talk to... We have a few vegans here.
3: Yeah, no, 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 I, uh, you know, I can understand the impulse, frankly, but I, I gotta say, I don't believe my digestive system is uh, prepared for this sort of thing, mm. you know?
1: Yeah, because, like, uh, seaweed and, like, you know, yeah. other plant stuff, even slower than the humans
3: that you might eat otherwise, I, but... Much slower, much slower, yeah. I mean, it well, could be the sort of thing, like, if you got 3D printer, maybe we could, like, take the seaweed, blend it up pour it into some sort of mold that looks like a civic cat uh-huh. and then we could maybe you guys could animate it with some sort of like i don't know
0: ah is that kind of a, is that
1: kind of an important part of tiger cuisine like if Movement. you're getting your food served to you yeah you want it to kind of move around sure
3: sure yeah uh-huh. yeah you get, look alive
0: we, yeah we had a few people make a, a, a dragon robot the other day so I'm, I'm sure we could do a civic cat
3: mm, easy this yeah. civet caddish made like, from seaweed and uh, no, soya yeah. Every, everything
0: all like fake meat uh, seems soylent? to
2: be soilent like, yeah got, yeah. Mm.
1: yeah what draws a picture of what your like you know five star like jungle dinner entree might look like if, if they're serving civet cat at this fancy place
3: well civet cat would be a you know uh, it would be going back to my childhood What's i that? when there was civet cats because I am three hundred years old, and, oh. uh, um, and I uh,
1: typical age for a tiger? No, uh, okay.
3: Frankly, no. I am the only one that is three hundred years old. But uh, you know, but people come to me, they ask me questions. Hey, old wise one. What what was it like back three hundred years ago? I said, oh, the civet cats they were everywhere, and and sometimes I would say, but every once in a while, you know, you go west, it gets more saline. There's less civets cats. There's less cheetal, and so you kind of like. Uh, I think I'm going to have to eat me a human, mm. and um, <clears throat> it's not something I'm proud of, and mm-hmm. it's not something uh, you necessarily want to brag about, but it's just sort of every once in a while, you know, you, you need to dip in to the... Hey,
0: sorry to interrupt, yeah, sure. where did our artist go? Oh, Deke? Russian
1: He promised us that he was gonna stay here on the raft um, and help us build this thing. And he was talking about doing this project with tigers. You think he would want to meet? Well, and especially because you know we have a segment coming back that he's definitely gonna be need to be here for. And that segment is called
2: it. 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 It.
0: Poke it.
1: That's right. It's Poke <laughs> It, the best segment on any podcast ever where we ask the hard-hitting questions. We're going to give you a noun and go around, and we need to find out if you should poke it or not, your opinions, okay? So, Taz, can you give us the first noun?
0: Would you poke a new metaphor?
3: Why, yes, I would.
1: Cool. I mean, yeah, you were you were breathing out of it, Deke. All right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No. I, yeah. i i I would poke it to see what it did. Mm-hmm. I guess. I. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we got a yes, Brian.
3: Always. Always.
1: Always poke yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. You don't Curi- pass it by. No curiosity.
2: We- okay you can't yeah always got to be curious always be curious
1: and what about our our tiger guest yeah
3: like i guess if you're saying poking is like are you talking about uh pork but with a different accent you know so it's like uh and if it's talking about pork yeah i'm definitely i'm all in i love pork i will definitely i will pork it
1: okay so pork in it we get a a positive pork in it from from the cat And do you have a, do you have a name that you go by sir 300 year old uh tiger Oh Christ
3: I I completely forgot I don't know just talk, just call me Tiger Okay That's thanks Tiger Tony I don't know what Okay
0: <laughs> Tony from from the Sundarbans
3: Tony from the Sundarbans
1: Common name there I like it yeah. Our next pokenet question is a loom like a tool that people use for weaving If you see one should you poke it <laughs> Let's start with Brian
2: I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I would I normally say yes, but I, I feel like tools, tools you should only poke if you know how to use them. Ah. I mean, right. Well, like, how are you ever going to learn how to use it then? Oh, I think you look for someone. You ask someone. Ah. Or or you safely, I guess. Yeah, safely poke. It's. Look okay. at what parts move and what parts swing and.
1: Maybe, maybe force. YouTube. Uh, oh, quick, yeah, like, videos, should I yeah. poke this loom? Yes. Um,
3: yeah,
1: I, yes. Okay. Yes. Deek, if you see a loom?
3: Oh yeah, definitely poke it. And like I, I like if I was going to do any poking around a loom right now, I would look at Maggie's uh Dynacon like video that she just shot the other day. Yeah, the recycle
1: show- loom. Yeah, All it shows recycled you how to make a
3: loom, how you can work with a, what is it? Pl- Larn, plarn. Plarn. Yeah, yeah plarn. plastic yarn. Yeah. That's such a great idea. On an
0: inkle loom. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would it. say poke it.
1: Yeah. Okay, you're down poke with... Poke it with a shuttle. Poke it with a shuttle. <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Tiger who's joining us. Um, you come across a loom. You ever see people weaving before you eat them? You know, making clothes, doing different things.
3: Yeah, I do, but it it just gets in my way. You know, it's kind of like I, if I could eat a naked person, that's good, you know, but if I'm eating things that have been worked on a loom, it just, it just, it sticks in my craw. You know, it's difficult to uh, swallow. So I would say no, I will not poke the loom.
1: Okay. Not even to sabotage it to prevent extra clothes from being made. Maybe. I
0: don't know. No. I'm okay. not,
3: no.
1: Just not interested. I no, just know.
0: The next poking it question is weaver ants. Would you poke a weaver ant?
1: I think we should start with Deke Weaver, um, who's right here with us. You know, it's his namesake.
3: Sure. You're well, related. Yeah. I. Um, I. You know. Um, you know, before being a figurehead and before landing in this um, mangrove. Crashing into the mangrove forest, like Andy, uh, you showed me how to how to lick a weaver ant and the the tasty citric acid coming off of their their, mm-hmm. their behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, and so
1: you poked it like with your tongue.
3: I did not. You did. I, I watched it with my eyes, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> and 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 it was pretty. It was pretty great, and yeah, I I think I would not poke the weaver ants. Not as, not, and that's not saying, like, I'm not into the weaver ants, but I would really just kind of, like, watch them. Mm-hmm. I would like to watch what they do, and they, they seem pretty great. Wow. So, yeah.
1: Brian, weaver ants, you poking them?
3: Yeah, absolutely. They're fascinating.
2: I, they're, they're the ones that have those sticky fingers, and they mm-hmm. they glue they, they glued together leaves to make these nests. I'm, I'm all in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not poking any weaver ants. I mean, I love watching weaver ants like Deek. I think they're fascinating. But um, have you ever poked a weaver ant nest and seen what happens?
2: I was cautioned not to do that but yeah. we did pick up a single one and I, I did partake in the, the the tasting and the licking of the the lemony amazingness that comes out of its rear end.
3: (laughs) The lemony weaver at at butt.
0: (laughs) Weaver ass. Weaver ass.
3: Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh,
2: And Tiger,
1: do you ever, uh, I'm sure you've come across these ants all over. It seems like, you know, they'd be like kind of a nice condiment. Um, You know, you take a bite of the nest, bite of a civet cat. That seems like it'd be a good combination.
3: Actually, you know what I do is like, uh, you know, being three hundred years old, you'd think my fur would be less lustrous than it would be. But what yeah. I yeah, it was, is it
2: is a gorgeous fur
3: that you're you. just saying. It, you it's beaming
1: no,
2: in the no, sunlight. I know no, that you're three hundred years old. Yeah,
3: and I would have to say it's because I streak it with Weaver ant um, butt juice. So, ah. um the lemony, yeah. the lemony, exactly. It ah. brings the sun so, in. So
0: you don't need them as like Weaver ant chutney.
3: I have not. However, I do know uh, a few people that, Yeah, I yeah. believe
0: that's really delicious. Yeah,
3: yeah that's what I've heard. Yeah.
1: And, you know, there's lots of animals that actually will get different ants all over them, to, and the acid and the different chemicals will root out different parasites. So, I bet that really helps your, your coat much. You don't look like a person that has a lot of lice or fleas, really.
3: Yeah, well, well, thank you. I, I like to take care of myself, and uh, I'm, I'm in the gym pretty often. <laughs> um but uh, yeah I, I i never knew this frankly but uh but i could see how it works yeah i've just been kind of doing it on instinct wow know, I, yeah I how'd know, did you how'd nature. you get
1: started just I, one day
3: i don't know mom showed me i don't remember i mean it's 300 years it's been a long time let's get a little fuzzy so uh yeah
0: maybe we should all all give that a shot Ooh. yeah we conditioner yeah yeah hair gloss
3: yeah okay yeah 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 i recommend it
1: and uh, should we have a lightning poke Lightning yeah. round of pokes?
0: We always have a lightning round of pokes.
1: Oh, definitely. but um, not
0: not not lightning, does lightning poke. We've done that.
1: We've done that. That is old news to well, us. And
2: what's the verdict? Does yeah. lightning poke?
1: We I think we had like three to four <laughs> yes yeah. pokes. Lightning pokes. Yeah.
0: But on our lightning round.
1: Yes. We're gonna shout out a bunch of quick uh, nouns. It's Jellyfish. gonna go. No. Pink. <laughs>
0: Latex rubber.
1: From trees. Bad. Yes. You poke it or not? Good. Yes. Poke. Poke or no poke? Poke. Mimosa. The plant that moves.
0: Touch me not plants.
1: No. No, but they move. It's really cool. Yes, poke. Okay, there you go.
0: Poke it. Poke it. Poke Poke it. it. Touch me nots must be poked. Okay. Everyone must poke.
1: Sewing machines. poke. 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 Tiger?
3: Poke. oh
1: jesus poke sure uh, he's all over the place when it comes to cloth making devices <sighs> this tiger's an odd odd it's character it's
3: new to me jesus christ i've like got fur i don't wear clothes is
1: anything really new to you you're 300 years old
3: i know i know i know look move along
0: Focus.
1: that concludes our lightning round i think our winner is brian
0: Woo! <laughs> Brian pokes everything ah, he pokes Curiosity
2: You gotta you gotta be curious Be curious <laughs> You think the tiger Would be more curious
3: Three, But 300 years They've seen it all He's seen it all Well you know In the 300 years I I have been curious But then there's a moment Where you gotta Stop being curious And the that's saying. how you end up leading it, Living isn't the, I, think, I think the
0: problem is They don't think of poking The way we think of poking I mean there's biting there's licking there's uh, other things but yeah. what is poking is very human.
2: It's a human we, dude, yeah. you know,
1: yeah, maybe yeah. hand centric yes. yeah. Speaking
0: of things that only humans do. So Tiger you're most welcome if you have something to plug but this round is for all our participants to have the opportunity to plug in something that you want to promote something that you're doing something you would like to talk about. It's this is your show.
1: Time to open the plug sack. Okay. So, Brian, do you have anything to plug for us? Absolutely.
2: I'm proud to uh, be a member of the Hadanu Collective uh, in uh, Denver, Colorado. And we just submitted a charter application for Empower Community High School in Northern and Central Aurora. Um to be opened fall 2019. Uh, so please check it out, org slash school.
1: And so what should our viewers do? Should they go sign up as students at your high school?
2: Oh, absolutely. If you, are, if you live in the Aurora area uh, and you're interested, there's information on how to sign up there. If you wanna just come and schedule a visit to see or talk to some of our folks about what we do, uh, we run currently piloting curriculum at uh... three different centers right now within existing schools and so if you want to see our model of community designed learning and co-creation with students and families uh... come and ask us we do we're currently meeting with families uh... twice a month so we have we would love to have you join us awesome deke you got anything to plug
3: i got yeah sure i got something to plug it's not as altruistic as brian but uh, it's no this is a <laughs>
1: selfish segment i don't know why he's, yeah. <laughs> all right all
3: right here you go um so, oh. Actually, we'll
1: pause one second. There's, okay, uh,
3: it's the Russian party boat. Exactly. Look at them. Woo, woo, woo. Those Russians are partying. Do, 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 do. There are bros all over the world.
1: <laughs> Literally flying by us in the sky.
0: Why are
1: slowing
2: down? <laughs> they're slowing
1: down.
0: Maybe they think we need help since we're sitting on a wrecked boat.
1: That's wow. true. Though wow. his parachute doesn't seem to be working wow. that well. Uh-oh. oh, oh. Splashdown! <laughs> wow!
3: Wow! This strange torture. <laughs> <laughs> this is entertainment. This is, uh, <laughs> enjoyment. Yeah. Would
0: you would you want to have that for dinner, Tiger?
3: Have you eaten
1: many flying things, Tiger?
3: I have, believe me. Shunderbuns is uh, not always a bountiful uh, uh, place to be hanging out. So, yeah, somebody comes drops in out of a. Rainbow colored uh, parachute? Sure, sure, I'm gonna eat it. it. looks delicious. Nice, plump Russian in a uh, strange, some sort of like uh, Light preserver, something. I mean, they'd spit that out, but the rest of it, oh my goodness. Mmm, that sounds good.
1: Um now that now that the party boat is passed uh back to Deke. You were about to plug something for us. A very oh, selfish yeah yeah, thing. yeah.
3: yeah, well, I'm so this, this this thing that I'm doing, this lifelong project is called the Unreliable Bestiary. And and there's a website for it, unreliablebestiary It's all one word. And um for all you phone folk I am so close to having it updated, but right now it's still kind of stuck in 2009, so check out unreliablebestiary.org on a laptop.
1: Yeah, don't try to call up this website. (laughs) Yeah,
3: on your phone. Yeah, it's just... But there's a store there, and on the store there's, like, this is the way that I fund some of these performances. So there's t-shirts, there's DVDs and digital video documentation of these performances, And I'm making a book for each one of the performances. So by the end of the 26 letters, there's going to be this little encyclopedic. Um, And the books are really beautiful. And they've got the the script from the performances, tons of photographs in them. And they're just gorgeous little objects. Yeah, and I've seen them, and they're they're fantastic. They are. They are. So, um, you know, log on to that site and... You know, look at it and and buy things. (laughs) Tiger is, um, I'm aiming to be doing it um, kind of in small places, like living rooms, classrooms, and going all the way down from the source of the Mississippi up in Bemidji, Minnesota, all the way down to New Orleans, kind of like, and this is gonna be sort of mirroring the Ganges and, so deltas and deltas and yeah, river systems. Deltas, river systems, um, money moving, people moving, immigration, um, all that sort of thing, how all that entanglement happens. And that's probably going to be starting like fall 2019. Um, but I will be posting things on this fabulous site, especially when it's all updated in the next couple of months. <laughs> I'm getting there, you guys. I know all you hacker people. I know you're really great and everything. You're really fast with this, and I'm not so fast. So, we'll just
1: but, 3D print you a mobile yeah. <laughs> friendly website. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> it's perfect.
3: It's perfect.
1: <laughs> but yeah, go check out Deke Weaver's Unreliable Bestiary. Buy his shit and help fund more amazing, incredible, multi situated performances. Um, and then our tiger friend. Uh, you know, it tends to be, yeah, for humans, like we said, but you're, you're free to plug anything. Are there things that you enjoy, things that you think people should also buy? Yeah, th- frankly. Oh, I'm sorry?
0: Or things that you think people should or should not do.
1: Mm.
3: Oh, well.
0: Anything that you You can do for. the
1: rare anti-plug.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's a long list, my friends. Um, long, long list. First of all, don't be putting in coal plants or nuclear power plants around Shundabuns. Um don't do that uh, we're having a hard enough time just getting by, just living, you know uh, so if there's any way of uh, <clears throat> you know, taking the pressure off please do that, that that would be very nice I, I understand a lot of people, they gotta eat too they gotta uh, I, I figure we can figure this out though we just gotta keep uh, in discussion keep talking to each other of course I'm not gonna be around much longer 300 years, I'm ready to chuck it in <clears throat> but I uh, i that you mention it but if uh you do have the number of that uh that captive tigress site uh yeah please pass it along I, uh, you know I, I haven't thought about this in years
0: tiger tinder
3: <laughs> we can do oh, that my, are you serious Taz. dynacon i love dynacon <laughs> Is tiger tinder yeah. jesus i've, We've
0: I've had merpers <laughs> in tinder already so why not
1: yeah and i've heard once tigers start hooking up they they really get going you think your fire will get lit again
3: I gotta tell you, Andrew, I, uh, ah, uh, oh, the memories, the memories I have as a, as a young tiger, uh, at a certain point it just kind of clicks in, it's just, uh, I don't know, It's you lose yourself, I guess. digress. Uh, Look, uh, uh, a Russian (laughs) flying. uh... But that's
0: perfect. That digression takes us right into our next segment.
3: Reflections with Taz.
1: This is Reflections with Taz, our final segment.
0: Since we're here surrounded by these amazing trees, I have one question to help us reflect on... Adaptation. Mm -hmm. If you were a tree, which would you be?
3: Reflect. Reflect. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know if we're
1: supposed to answer. I can't can or did it, it just can it,
3: silence? It's, it's just different, silence. It's,
0: it's different it? each time, so I'm gonna because I don't know what to ask. Can it, it be can
3: it be a tree that's not tropical?
0: It can be oh, any tree. Yeah, I you're know. a tree. Oh, okay. What kind okay. of tree
3: should you be? Oh. Uh, okay, this is this is kind of like this is also sort of like I mean this is sort of a plug but it doesn't have anything to do with me okay. because this is part of it. It's about trees. It's a book. It's a book by Richard Powers. It's ah. called Overstory, The Overstory, okay. and it's about trees, and it's about, like, uh, science of, like, people learning more about trees and how they, you know, there's families, there's communication, all this stuff, and it's it's an amazing book. It's so good. It's really good. And so I would like to be a tree from the northwest of the United States. I would like to be either a Douglas fir or a redwood. That's what I would like to be. There. Wow.
1: I'm going to be a mangrove. I mean, these trees look like they know what's going on. I'm just going to sit in the water or whatever. I don't care if it's salty. It seems pretty great. So that's my tree if I was going to be a tree.
2: (laughs) I'm partial to the birch. Have you seen these... Uh, not birch, I'm sorry. They're all peely, right? Well, aspen, uh, the aspen okay. birch, aspen trees, and they are all one giant organism.
1: All the, all, all the trees? All of them are
2: shared. Yeah, they all share the same root system. They're the ones, they're, yeah, when you see them in the forest, they're all the same. These are amazing trees. You know that if you rub your hand against it, it's a natural sunscreen? This white stuff that comes off of these birch trees, you just rub it on your skin, it's a natural sunscreen.
0: Wow, I, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah.
2: My favorite
1: tree Aspen's Cool That's nice Taz You, you have no favorite tree None?
0: I'm, I'm still reflecting oh,
1: she's still reflecting <laughs> Okay And a tiger You've climbed around trees I heard that a tiger Can carry more than its own weight Up into a tree so it Sounds like a strong neck I, you went to the gym, obviously.
3: Well, sure. I mean, you are going to be eating these things, kicking them in the face, you know. It's just like, no, you got to be strong. You, gotta, you don't really think about it, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Trees. Trees are great. I love the trees. Um, but I, I don't really, uh, I don't have a favorite, you know. I just, uh, I like trees. I'm for trees. I am I'm a tree aficionado. That sounds like a great tree reflection. Sure. I'm
1: digging it. And so it sounds like <coughs> one of these party boats is actually starting to head towards us. Maybe we can. I'm pre- going to
0: get a tow line ready.
1: Okay. Yeah. And we can hook up our, our bio rafts. And Deke and uh, Tiger, do you want to head back to the Um Deke is going to go there and do some bio sampling. We're going to hook weird fins up to him and stuff. It seems like a good time.
3: No, that's good, yeah. Uh,
1: good he, place to die.
3: Oh yeah, sure, it's a good day for it. that's for sure. And um, maybe we can use one of those uh, Russian parachutes.
0: We're gonna, ready to get towed out. Over we'll, here, over here.
1: We'll catch you later from another episode of BioBang!
0: Pull that line out, Andy. I'm trying,
1: but I kind of like the make <laughs> I just want to stay, you all go. <laughs>
2: Party
0: <laughs> No, we tried to isolate ourselves on the side.
3: Wait, I thought we were shipwrecked. Uh, are
0: are we going to be, are you going to get tied onto the bow of their boat now? I'm
3: not sure. No, I'm not sure. You I can't just,
0: leave us yet.
3: No, think. no, no. I, if I did, I would do a, you know, a Harry Potter, Horcrux sort of thing. I would just split myself. Yeah. i be kind of like over there and
1: here. I mean, we can do that right now. Should we just chop no. you up into a couple parts? I don't
3: know, cause you're you supposed to kill somebody to be able to do that. So I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, think, I don't think sacrifice is part of that No, yes.
0: no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>